the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today. It's a gorgeous day. Fabulous day. Thursday afternoon here in the city of Pittsburgh. Kathy and I uh, and New Mike, I feel like we've already had a day together. I know. Right? I, I, I was just going to go home. Yeah. I just thought, you know, we've pretty much talked our, our fill. We have. Now, we've done this in the past. So, rarely. Now, they, they, the pirates do this once in a blue moon. When I was a kid, they used to call these days the businessman Business special, special. <laughs> which is something from the Mad Men era. Mm-hmm. Businessman special. So, it was a pirate game at PNC Park at 1235 today. Perfect day for a ball game. So, oh, a perfect mm. So we thought yesterday, well, yeah, we haven't, you know, let's the three of us go to a pirate game. We rarely do this. We're businessmen and we're special. Yeah, we can squeeze this in maybe. Well, I got to be honest. We squeezed it in. It was really unsatisfying. It was. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was like. Kind of. So I came here to the studio and picked up new Mike. We drove down to the north side. We made, uh, and I sort of like sort of pride myself because I lived on the north side for years. So I think, why well, know the ins and outs? Well, I know where to park. I drove by. Them. I drove by a parking space and thought I can do better than that. We made a complete total circle through the madness of PNC Park. Uh, half an hour later, we came back to that same spot, and by the grace of God, we got a spot there. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot of work to get to that it point. Is. Now you, it's, it is. I started over at the jail parking lot because I thought, you know, you told me about that secret spot, and just it's going to be so good. I'm going to pull right great in spot. there and take the uh, subway over. Couldn't do it. That was full. Yeah, I mean, it was full at eleven eleven thirty. I thought, what? What do you mean it's full? No, it's generally full. So then, when I realized it was full, I started driving downtown, and so I went and looked at a at a you know a, a lot on Sixth, which mm-hmm. was full, and then I looked at a lot on Seventh, which was full, and then I looked at a lot on and I thought, why am I doing this? Yeah. I went to the convention center and just you know, thank goodness, called. I had to go up to. I don't think I've ever had to park on the second floor of the convention center, oh, but I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to park up there, and then I walked. Then you walk over to PNC Park. Mm-hmm. Then by the time we get there, we sit down, little something to eat. We saw maybe. What three innings? Three innings of ball. Mm-hmm. Then we, <laughs> we, I paid thirty some dollars for a burger and mm-hmm. fries and a coke and some chicken thing or something. Or I owe other. you five bucks for my peanuts. All right, I'm holding you to it. And then we got back into our cars, or we walked back to our cars, got back into our cars, sat in traffic, and now the game's still going on. And it just seems a lot. I feel like if you have the whole day to, you know, the best thing to do. I decided the best mm. thing to do would be to park outside the city and bike in. Bike to the ballpark. No, I'm not doing that. And just keep your bike there. But then, then when you, the game's over, the last thing I want to do is get on a bicycle. Why? I'm what tired. Oh, my gosh. John, I'm you tired. biked your whole life. You gonna, were a bicycle messenger as a job. What yeah. do you mean you're too tired to ride a bike? It's after the pirate game. I just oh, want to sit in my car and drive. No. <laughs> just saying. Anyway, 
Bucks are losing. Eight next to time, six. I'll tell you what. Next time, I'm going to bike. I appreciate this. Thank you, management, for their, their generosity yeah. to allow us to goof off. And for thank the day. you, and thank you for the to the pirates for giving us the tickets. Yeah, this is this is one of those days when people say, um, "So, you guys, do you get to the studio five to four? And we say no, of course, because we no. wouldn't have time to prepare for the. We're there all day long. Well, this is kind of one of those days. Yeah. Well, I got here a quarter to three. Okay. Well, the no, proof so. will not be in the pudding. We got an excellent show. We really do. An excellent show lined up for you today. Yeah, and um, it, we're in the ninth inning of the Bucks game. I'm not sure what's happening. It was eight to six. It was eight to losing. six when I came right. in here. Fine, but so we'll put that on. These are dark days again for the Pirates. We are back. I got to be honest; it's, it's rough. It does. It looks red. Um, we're going to put out a video just a little bit later today, oh. which is going to give you a chance to put something important on your calendar. Very nice. Okay, should we take a break? I think we should take a break. We're going to come back with Bill Glaze from Bethany Baptist Church, newly back from Israel. Mm. We're going to talk about his trip, what he learned, and what he's thinking about. Right, stick Bill, around. The today's baseball right edition. Home. Yeah. It's today's right home. <laughs> WORD. Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Cram. I want to so live that when the final cheers are heard, that people will know this guy maxed out for Christ. Tune in next time for PowerPoint with Jack Graham. PowerPoint, tonight at 9.30 on 101.5 WORD. Everything that happened just made me angrier and angrier at God and other people. Meet Freddie, an inmate whose life was changed on a three-day retreat with Kairos Prison Ministry. It's like church, but it's not like it. You have a more personal involvement, and that's what I liked about it. That's not something that you get inside that much. Somebody that actually cares about you individually. Because in there, you're just a number. You feel a personal involvement with each of them. You can go to them and ask them a personal question or sit down and talk to them and they break you off into groups and you talk to each other about how your week went every week, where your walk with God is, and I like that. As somebody that received the help from a volunteer, that changed my life. I don't know where I'd be without it. You know, I'd probably be doing the same thing that I was doing before I went to prison. Now I come out and I can see God in my life. Before, I didn't really ask God for anything. Now I ask God for everything. been out since February. I've got a good job. I've got a house. I have a car. There's so many doors opening, I don't know which one to open first. (laughs) Call 412-368-6691. Kairos Prison Ministry. 412-368-6691. Shop Lowe's to find great deals for Dad on trusted power tools just in time for Father's Day. Help him knock out his to-do list with the long runtime of a DeWalt 20-volt cordless drill with brushless motor, now $99. Or get him a Porter Cable 2-tool 20-volt max lithium-ion combo kit with a drill and impact driver, also now $99. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 620 while supplies last. See store for details. On the streets of Miami, speed is the law. So when a corn dog goes after the wrong girl, oh, heartburn. one man will bring her Tums Ultra Strength. I'm on my way. Don't get wrecked by heartburn. Nothing works faster than Tums. Your mustard's fast, but my Tums are faster. Oh. And with Tums on the go rules, it's never been easier to leave heartburn behind. You did it. Yeah. You gonna finish that corn dog? Tums Ultra Strength, available in a store near you. If you're not in the club, you're missing out. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone, like today. Score two full registration tickets to Creation Northeast, June 27th through 30th at Agape Farm Mountain Union, PA, for half off. That's four full days of camping and concerts, including Toby Mac, Jordan Feliz, Jeremy Camp, Mendiza, and more, for just $101.50. 
Log on now to wordfm.com, keyword shopping. Neither Kath or I have ever been to Israel. It's one of the uh, one of the things that's on the bucket list supreme that we need to do to take a trip to Israel. Now, our next guest, our first guest, I should say, Reverend William Glaze is with us, Bethany Baptist Church. He himself just back from the Holy Land. Pastor Glaze, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm blessed. Uh, how are you guys doing? We're kind of tired. We're, we're just at the ball game, and we had to like we had to hustle it back here, Bill. Yeah, well, it, it didn't seem like you guys' uh, support uh, helped out any. Well, listen, Bill, no, wait, it's not so, over yet. It's, it's 8 to 7. Okay. 8 okay. 7, 2 right. outs in the ninth inning, so, Bill. I mean, the magic is not okay. gone, Bill, so I mean, don't you worry. Good, yeah, yeah. Okay, but speaking of, right. speaking of magic, tell me about this trip. Um, what was it like? Well, it, it, it was a blessing. You know, I, I, I've been telling people, and I didn't realize this until I went to the Holy Land, that there's actually three reasons that you that you go to the Holy Land. One is for information, you know, to get to learn about the things that you read about in the Bible. Uh, another one is inspiration, and that is, you know, when you get to those places, you know, just the experience and the worship. You know, we were out on the Sea of Galilee, and, you know, we were playing some praise and worship music, and, you know, I just started thinking about this is where Jesus walked on the water, and you know, this is where he calmed the storm. So, you know, there was that inspiration. And then the other uh, thing that I found out when you go to the Holy Land is perspective. And when I say perspective, what I mean is it, it kind of gives you some indication when it says Jesus was here and then he went here, you know, the relationship between the, the places, the miles in between places, you know, what the places look like. So, you know, when, when I was there, I, I, I have to say that the, you know, the key for me was perspective. You know, just as I read the Bible now, you know, I, I have some perspective when it says that, you know, they went to this place and they went to that place. You know, and, uh, you know, we were up in, in northern Israel, and, you know, we took a bus ride, you know, from northern Israel down to Jerusalem. Wow. And that, it, that was about an hour and a half. And, you know, I was just, I, re, I was reminded of the scripture when Jesus was in northern Israel, and he said, we, we need to go to Jerusalem. And, you know, that, that, that was more than just a notion. You know, it wasn't like, well, you know, hey, let's, uh, let, you know, let's take a couple-mile walk over to the, you know, the next town. You know, I mean, you, you, you're probably talking about weeks or months that, you know, it would take them to walk, you know, that distance. So, you know, that, that, that was uh, helped put a lot of things uh, in perspective as far as the Bible is concerned. Mm-hmm. Now, is it your first time there, Bill? Yeah, it was my first time, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go back, I, you know, because, you know, we were there for nine days, and really, you know, we couldn't see everything. Uh, so I, I think that you have to go back maybe at least twice, you know, to to get everything that you want to see. You know, there was a couple of places that we didn't even get to. But, you know, what where where we went, it was very much worth the trip. You know, I, I would encourage any saint, you know, I, I've been telling people, you know, how the Muslims at least once in, in their lifetime have to go to Mecca. Mm-hmm. I think that every Christian at least once in their lifetime should uh, go to Israel. Yes, would it be so? So, Bill, uh, you, you went and you, you saw Israel, but you came back with this with this word, which uh, I can't even profess to, to pronounce correctly, but the fountain of the kid or the goat. Talk to us about this. Oh, yeah, you know, in Getty. Oh, uh, you know, and, and, and we came, you know, I've studied about Engedi, but what Engedi is, uh, if, if you go uh, from Israel and you travel south along the Dead Sea, uh, you'll end up actually uh, going to Masada, you know, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, just a fascinating story within itself. Right. But just before you get to Masada, there's a place called Engedi, 
and it's in the middle of the desert. And in the middle of the desert is this is this waterfall, uh, and it's just uh, lush vegetation that's all around it. And and so that you know this place called Engedi, and and you know I was just struck with the the fact that in the middle of of a barren desert land that you have an oasis. And and I just began to think about you know how we as Christians that that life is like a desert. You know, and and we experience the desert every day. You know, you guys just came out of the desert, coming back from the uh, from the uh, PNC Park. You know, uh, <laughs> the desert of of trying to you know cross the you know bridge, dealing with the, you know the the people, yes, dealing with the heat. You know, I mean, so life is a desert, and and so we need to find these oases in the desert, and and that's what Engedi is. You know, it's it's the place of of the desert, and you know, as I as I think about you know, how we just get caught up in the hustle and bustle of life. And we don't have that time. And, and, and I, you know, it, to me, in Getty, you know, is that sanctuary, you know, that, that, that peaceful, quiet place. But, but it's just not a, a peaceful, quiet place. If, if, if there's no communion with God, then it's not an En Getty. Mm-hmm. You know, the only way it can be an En Getty is that if it's peaceful, quiet, and then you commune with God. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and as I was thinking about people who found their in Getty. Uh, Susanna Wesley, you know, raised 19 children, and, uh, you know, two, uh, John and Charles, you know, famous preachers. And, and it's said that in the midst of, you know, raising these children, uh, that she pulled her apron over her head, and whenever she pulled her apron over her head, they knew that she was communing with God. You know, they, they, they knew not <laughs> to, you know, mess with her at, at that time. And, and so, you know, for her, that was her in Getty. You know, there's another... Uh, uh, guy that worked in the, the French monastery. He was a cook. His name was Brother Lawrence. And, you know, he uh, worked in the kitchen, and, you know, he, you know, one of his main jobs was, uh, you know, to wash dishes. And one of the things that he said, he said that, you know, when, I, when I'm washing dishes in the hustle and bustle of the kitchen, that, you know, I, I, I feel and sense and commune with God as if I was before him uh, at the very uh, communion table. And so, you know, in the midst of you know, the clanging of the pots and the pans and washing the dishes that Brother Lawrence uh, found his En But, you know, perhaps uh, the, the, the greatest people that found the En it was a group called the Drifters. And uh, if you may remember this song, it's called Up on the Roof. Oh, yeah. and, and it says, when this old world starts getting me down and people are just too much for me to face, I climb way up to the top of the stairs and all my cares drift right into space. On the roof is peaceful as can be, and there the world below can't bother me. And so, you know, you, you look at that, and you look at these three individuals, and they all found their in Getty, but they found it, you know, in different ways. You know, one under an apron robe, one at a kitchen table, and one upon mm-hmm. the roof. That's good. And, you know, so I just, you know, I challenge, you know, even the listeners today, you know, where is your in Getty? You know, I, I know... You know, I have a deck on the back of my house, and sometimes, you know, I just go sit on my deck, and it's just peaceful, and, that's you know, good. I can talk to God, and, and you know, that's, that's just my En Fabulous. So one day you go back to Israel, find your En Gedi all over again. Amen. Amen. You know, it, it, it definitely was a, a, a life experience, and, uh, you know, uh, it, it, and, and there were several En along the way. You know, like I said, an En Gedi moment for me was out on the Sea of Galilee. And, and you know, just it, it was just a thrill that went through my body when I began to, you know, just feel the 
the, the worship of, of Christ, the, the man who calms the storms, the, the man who walked on water, you know, and, and, and just be out there on the Sea of Galilee and, and, and get that, you know, perspective. Another perspective of En Gedi is when we were at the Garden Tomb. And, you know, there seems to be a little controversy in Israel, you know, actually where Jesus was buried and was crucified and buried. You know, there's two locations. But there was one, you know, it's called the Garden Tomb. And we were able to have communion right at the Garden Tomb. And I tell you what, uh, you know, I don't think that there was a dry eye. You know, we had 36 people on the tour wow. with us. And I don't think that there was a dry eye when we sat in front of the Garden Tomb and we had communion. Mm. Oh, that was, Fabulous. it was just such a blessing. Outstanding. So, Pastor Glaze, you go, you experience, you worship, something changes, you come back to Pittsburgh how do you look at things now? I mean, clearly things would have to change when you are so sort of steeped, washed in a different way of living, a, a way of different, a way of looking at Jesus in your life. Right. Uh, you know, definitely, you know, I guess the powerful thing for me is that as I read the Bible now, and especially some of the places that we visited, mm-hmm. that I can actually envision in my mind you know, what it looked like. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, like today, you know, there may be, you know, churches there, there may be, you know, buildings there, but, you know, just to get the concept of, of the, the topography of the land and, and what that must have looked like back then. So as I, as I read the Bible, you know, as a matter of fact, I got so fired up by being over there that, you know, I, I came back and I started doing a series in the Gospel of John because, uh, you know, I just, there, there were so many places in the, in the Gospel of John that we visited, you know, the Pool of Bethesda, you know, we, we visited, you know, uh, you know different uh, other sites in in the book of John. So I just got fired up to come back and and, and preach through the Gospel of John. Hmm. One last question for you, Bill, before you leave us. What's the difference between a place of actual retreat or a refreshment you talk about, and just kind of killing time? Well, I think you know chilling time is, and we all need that. You know, react, uh, relaxing time. Mm-hmm. I know at night when I go home, I chill, and uh, you know, I hope your viewers don't throw rotten tomatoes at me but it, you know, my favorite program is everybody loves raymond you know so oh my gosh uh, so, funny. so funny yeah I, I go home and and i watch everybody loves raymond and that's a chilling time for me yeah but yeah. you know i'm not communing with god necessarily and so i think to me i think the key for you know that quiet time that in getty time is that there's that intimate fellowship with the father fabulous Anchored in Jesus, heard Monday through Friday here at 7 p.m. on Word FM, Pastor Bill Glaze. Bill, it's always a pleasure. Listen, uh, I know it's out there. You just made me really hungry mm-hmm. to go to Israel on our own, to see this with my with my wife and my family. So thanks Amen. for that. You know, to have that front seat view from your eyes, greatly appreciated. Amen. Well, I appreciate that. Our pleasure. Bill Glaze, fabulous guy. Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood. Anchored in Jesus, like I said, 7 o'clock. Check them out every day, Monday through Friday, here on Word FM. So here's a great question. How much would you save if you joined MediShare for your health care program? The typical savings for a family is about $500 a month. You might save more. Tammy left a major company and needed a new way ahead for her family. She'd heard about the savings with MediShare, but was wondering about the network of providers. Once we started the program, I have not had to switch one doctor for myself or for my kids. So we, all the doctors that we were previously with were all in MediShare. And she says the process has been fantastic. I got off the phone and I was like, that's what it should be like. It was a pleasurable experience. 
um, an encouraging experience at that. MediShare might be just the thing you're looking for for your family, your budget. Use the savings for other things. Why not get your questions answered? Find out how much you can save. You can call right now, 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters. Always a favorite. Extreme car and truck in Bridgeville. For the extreme in all of us. At ExtremeTruck.net. Saturday, June 23rd, Epic Leap Entertainment proudly presents Big Daddy Weed. Live at the Belmont Complex in Katanning with special guest, Citizen Way. Tickets on sale now at showclicks.com. Big Daddy Weed, 8 p.m. live. Doors open at 6 p.m. Don't miss Big Daddy Weed, June 23rd. Sponsored by JMD Waterproofing. This Father's Day, Rockwell Tools makes it easy to find the perfect gift for Dad. The Sonic Crafter Multi-Tool is the world's most versatile tool and a must-have for Dad. Its Duotech oscillation technology gives Dad the power to slice through virtually anything. Visit SonicCrafter.com or your local Lowe's to learn more. If you're not in the club, you're missing out. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone, like today. Score two full registration tickets to Creation Northeast June 27th through 30th at Agape Farm Mount Union, PA for half off. That's four full days of camping and concerts, including Toby Mac, Jordan Feliz, Jeremy Camp, Mendiza, and more for just $101.50. Log on now to wordfm.com, keyword shopping. Partly cloudy tonight with a low of 60 degrees. Tomorrow, a warmer day with intervals of clouds and sun, high 82. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night. A couple of spots can see a shower or a thunderstorm, low 62. Then we'll stay mostly cloudy for Saturday with a couple of showers along with a heavier thunderstorm, high Saturday, 78 degrees. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. There's something about a horse race that makes me feel like I'm missing out. What do you mean? When I watch the Kentucky Derby or the Belmont or the Preakness or whatever, I feel I, I watch the race and I think that's a slice of sports that I don't get and I feel like it's great. It is great, and I don't. I can't. I can't enter in. I th- now, when I watch a horse race, which I rarely do, I mean, you know, like I think a lot of people. I'm a casual Triple Crown fan. I try every year to watch the Kentucky Derby. Me too, right? But there's so much to me that's shadowy about horse racing. You know, um, the the drugs, the treatment of the horses, the betting. All that stuff, I kind of go, oh, I'm not really sure about that. However. See, that's good of you because, you know, I'm thinking about the hats. Oh, okay, yeah. The, you know, the the flower thing that goes around the horse. Yes, the pomp and circumstance. I'm thinking of all the P and C. I see. Yeah. When I lived in New York City, I had a friend who was a, um, 
a racing, I'll say, aficionado. He was, you know, kind of like that guys and dolls, mm-hmm. followed right, the sheet, right. you know, mm-hmm. always knew the horses. So it was kind of fun. You would take the, the subway to Belmont. And for me, to leave Manhattan, to leave all those, you know, that concrete canyon, to go to Belmont was almost like a trip to the oh, country. I believe it. It was a delight. I never once bet on a horse. Never. I was just happy to sit in the stands and in the see sun. And see an animal. Yeah. And just watch the you know, surroundings. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or roach. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, that's the only connection I have to horse racing, that I watch the Kentucky Derby and would, like, what, 2015, American Pharaoh won the Triple right. Crown. First and, horse in 37 right. years, and I And I did watch those races. But this year, if Justify wins I tomorrow it. or Saturday, Saturday. I didn't see the first two, Neither so I feel I. like I, you know, not only am I normally on the outside, I'm even further out so. now. Yeah, yeah. But it is. Have fascinating. you seen either? No, no. no. I just you're just busy. I think it's the weekend. You know. forget. You know, I'm not wearing a hat. I'm not betting any money. So I've got There's no, no mint julep in my life. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. But it is. It is fascinating. Well, the it? animals are so beautiful. They're majestic. I mean, it's just. Aren't a, they gorgeous? It, Have you been to a horse race? Never. I've never in How my about life. About down here in West Virginia, you know, no, the trotters. Never. What's that? The Meadows. Meadows, the, never. Is the Meadows still there? Is it, remember the Meadows were like, it was a like big it's deal. Still there. Like we, like if, I have no I, idea. I, I have don't, no I don't. idea either. Now, when I was a kid, we went to uh, the Kentucky Horse Park on our way back from the s- southern U.S., my parents and I. Yeah. What, you know where the Derby was? No, the Kentucky, well the, well, the Kentucky Horse Park is kind of closed. They're, they're like in that, Churchill Downs is kind of, they're in that area around Lexington. It's so beautiful. And then last, was it last year? Yeah, I took my kids to, um, both of my girls, to the birthplace of Abraham Lincoln, which is in Kentucky. And on the way back from that, we just kind of drove around Lexington. I see. It's so beautiful. beautiful, It's just so, it's just. Horse country. So different than where we are. Again, I look at it longingly. Sometimes whenever we drive to the beach, we'll drive through the horse country of Virginia. And the only connection I have to that is that I know that the actor, Sissy Spacek, lives in this area we drive through. The coal miner's daughter? Yes. Oh, Oh, I love her. She's fabulous. Carrie. She's a fabulous actress. But, you know, you drive through these idyllic you know, pastures of with the white fences. I know. Don't you, you love think, those? Who is I know. up in those houses? Doing that. I mean, living a life like that. Mm-hmm. It's just, I want to imagine. I've, I've been on a horse one time in my life. I was with a group of actors and um, mm-hmm. we went on a little, you know, sort of jaunt. And I was just, A jaunt. A jaunt. Yeah. And Where I, were you exactly? I have no idea. Okay. And I remember someone had, <laughs> stupid. Oh, <no. laughs> someone had given me a cowboy hat. So I thought, well, I'm going to be on a horse. So I've got to wear a cowboy hat. you know. So we're, we're jaunting around with the horses, and I'm hanging on for dear life. Please don't let me fall off and fall on my head. So the horse picked up speed. My hat fell off. It like flew off in the breeze. Mm-hmm. So somehow I was able to get the horse to stop. I got off the horse, and I said to the horse, like, you know, it's like a dog. Stay. Stay. <laughs> Stay. I, said, I actually didn't say I think I said, wait here. Like, you know, it was like an Uber guy. <laughs> I, and I went and got my horse and my hat. As soon as I picked it up, the horse Took ran off. away. Right. He's like, "This fool, <laughs> this foolish fool, stay here. Wait, I'm leaving you." We should have stay took the horse here. into the game today. So, yeah, that's right. That would have been a good yeah. idea. Yeah. That's and so right. there I was in the, in the middle of you know hell. Wait, wait, wait for me. 
I rode a horse one time also. Oh. That's ironic that we've both ridden a horse <laughs> one time. And here we time. are talking about, Listen you know. to where I, I rode. have ridden one time. <laughs> you have you really? Yeah, so between the once. three of us, we've ridden, we've had most three. Scariest, one of the most scariest moments. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, listen to this. I rode a horse in Lake Tahoe. Oh. Up. Where the up, Olympics were. No, that was Lake Placid. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lake. <laughs> Lake. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> you two are nice. No. Mm. Out in Nevada. Oh. And Oh, that Lake Placid. Yeah. <laughs> the desert. No, it's tough. Whatever. Placid's in New York. Anyway, up to the set of Bonanza. <laughs> okay, what? you rode a horse. Mike doesn't know bananas. Up to this, up to the set of the TV show Bananas. He has no idea. What bananas. Do you know, I know what that is? is? Bum, bada, bum, bada, okay, bum, okay. Bum, here's what's ironic: is I didn't know what it was. What? I was there with my parents, and you didn't know what no, Bonanza. Was. I'd never. I've still never seen Bonanza. So we got up to the set, which apparently was really cool. Yeah. But I'd never seen the show. I see. Yeah, sure. So it didn't mean Late a lot. 60s, That's early the 70s. only time that I was ever on a horse. Uh-huh. So and I'll be honest, I was terrified, Mike. You were on a horse one time? I was seven. Oh, my God. And I don't know why my – I was with, with my aunt and my cousin. And uh, my aunt knew someone on a farm that you know had horses. Sure, so sure. We went to ride. And there was a massive pond in the middle or, or beside the, um, the farm. <clears throat> and I don't know why this woman thought it was a good idea for a first-time horse rider to be thrown up on a horse – and she smacked the horse's rear end, oh my and there I go. I never. I, she didn't give me any instructions at all. Oh, so, your little boy. Yeah, you're I'm just like, a little boy. Here I am. Um, it, the horse is running full tilt oh towards gosh. this pond, and there I go. You flew into the I, water. I flew into the water. Oh Mike! I couldn't stop the thing. Like so you I'm didn't like, get killed. All right, uh, this, the horse is either just going to jump into the water, or I'm yeah. just going <laughs> to. Tackle this thing on the ground. Did you know so you were seven years old? So I just dove off the horse, right, went right into the pond. How'd you do? That's Dull. terrible. I was done after that. Yeah, of course. Never again. Never again. Which did your aunt feel badly? No, she didn't care. She was like, "But wouldn't it be beautiful to have listening. a horse? I mean, they're so beautiful, aren't they? They're, they're incredibly gorgeous. majestic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see the allure of people who'd want. That, but uh, that's do why that. I feel like I'm missing out. Hmm. Well. I mean, you could go and ride a horse if you wanted to. Yeah, but I feel like it's too late. That's no, not too late. No. I, like, I, like like no, no, I feel like horse life is something you have to start as a kid. I know. You know I've been around that. horses no, my whole life. Like People diving. say things like that. No, I think it's too late. I don't, I don't think, think I can no. just go up and no say way. I want to enter horse life. I think you learned how to ride a bicycle at 40. I did. You can learn how to ride a, bu- a horse at 50. Yeah, but it's a bicycle thing isn't... A, Put that on your bucket but, list. No, but yeah. horses are like a whole lifestyle. A whole Bikes aren't a whole lifestyle style oh well i kind of i think you know people like who work the tour de france might disagree yeah well if you saw me biking you wouldn't mistake me (laughs) for tour Tour de de france France. yeah all right okay let's talk about um social isolation it's a major problem we did a news story we talked about a news story maybe a month or two ago that it's such a problem in um the uk that they have actually Come oh, up with a new office called yeah. Minister of Loneliness. Not That's actually going to be a cabinet position. Okay, so we'll talk uh, about social isolation, the quiet epidemic. What's happening? What can be done? That's next. Stick around.
101.5 WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Did you think the Christian life would be easy? God has not promised that we would not know difficulty. He has promised never to leave us, never to forsake us, but he has not promised that we will never have difficulty. Now, if difficulty comes, you may be ready to quit. Adrian Rogers studies the champions of faith this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. This is today's entertainment answer. What do stars Reese Witherspoon say about A Wrinkle in Time, releasing on DVD and Blu-ray June 5th? I did warn all sixth graders, do not think that you're going to get away <laughs> with watching this movie instead of reading the book because there's a lot of changes. Really? So Yeah, you got to warn kids. Again, A Wrinkle in Time on DVD and Blu-ray June 5th. For more info on how you can win a digital copy of A Wrinkle in Time, visit mungleshow.com. For this entertainment answer, I'm Matt Mungle. Guess what? Right now is the perfect time to tackle those home projects you've been putting off. So come summertime, you can just sit back and relax. HomeAdvisor can help get you started. HomeAdvisor matches you to the right pro for the job in seconds. You can read reviews and even book appointments online. HomeAdvisor can help with any home project, big or small, painting, plumbing, even remodeling. Find a great pro now before the busy season hits. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. You know how it is. You wake up and you either feel like saying, good morning, Lord, or good Lord, morning. Hey, this is John Hall, and I have to ask, if the second statement is more like you, why on earth haven't you tried my pillow yet? I've been talking to you about it forever. I'm telling you, once you try it, you'll fall in love with it right after you fall asleep on it. And since you're a kind and sharing person, you're going to want to share that gift with someone else, right? Of course you are. Good thing Mike Lindell, creator of MyPillow, is offering his four-pack special for Word FM listeners. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Use the promo code WORD. You'll get two full-size MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. Pillows, which are great for travel. Plus, my pillow is the only pillow that comes backed with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Call 1-800-961-9207. Enter the promo code WORD or visit MyPillow.com and enter the code to get the four-pack special today. That's 1-800-961-9207 or enter promo code WORD at MyPillow.com. Brianna was diagnosed with visual and auditory processing disorder and dyslexia. When she wouldn't have the success she was looking for, you could just see her kind of going into her shell, trying to take what was in her mind and get it to paper. Just that connection just wasn't there. The assessment showed me that there was actually more of a struggle there than even we were aware of. Brain Balance gave Brianna the tools to succeed. She's in class, she's actually raising her hand and she's interacting and not afraid to, okay, if I make a mistake, that's okay, but I'm going to keep trying. She's like, I know I struggled, but they were right there to tell me, keep going, keep trying. Her academics have increased beyond any of our expectations. Her teachers are amazed. They're just amazed. This is a great program. It's helped my child beyond measure. Help your child achieve success all summer long. Call Brain Balance today and get a jump start on your child's next school year. Make a real difference in the life of your child and your family. Call today, 724-390-9012. You see that um, Amazon is now going to deliver your groceries directly to your house. So you don't have to leave. Never have to leave. You don't even, but if you did have to leave, if you did have to go to your local shop and save or Coons or Giant Eagle, if you didn't want to talk to your cashier, you wouldn't have to because you could just go to the self-checkout. Which I do often. 
which is ridiculous. I like to self-serve. You should never go no, to the No, no, I always do. No, because you need to talk with people other than me. Wait, no. <laughs> no, wait. When you go to the grocery store, tell me yes. you stand while someone's like, you know, scanning your cream cheese. Yes. And you're having this sweet, in-depth conversation. I'm not saying it's sweet and in-depth, but I'm saying we are at least communicating as humans. <laughs> Brian Dykema joins us. Uh, Brian uh, is a regular guest on our show. He is uh, the program director for work and economics at Cardis, senior editor in a magazine that we love called Comet Magazine. This month, or this I'm sorry, this um, quarterly, Comet Magazine is focusing on social isolation. Brian, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Brian, we've missed you. How are things? Oh, really, really good. I've missed you guys, too. I'm happy to be back, and I, I have to say I'm on Team Kathy on that uh, checkout question. Thank really, really. you. You know why? Because <laughs> I know. it's just too sad to go to a self-checkout. Yeah, no, I agree. It doesn't. I, I agree that it doesn't make sense economically, uh, but you know what? We're uh, economic creatures, but we're social creatures, too. <laughs> That's right. John just needs more friends, Brian. Yeah, That's I'm fine. Line. I'm more than fine. Really. Okay, so let's John, talk. I'm happy to serve you. <laughs> Thank you. I have my phone. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll pay his therapy bill later. Anyway, right. so That's in right. this in this issue about loneliness and so, social isolation, I liked um, Jamie Smith's first article where he tried to define loneliness. And he said, you can't even express it, but you're hungering for some sign that you are known. You want to comment on that? Yeah, I think, I think that's exactly right. Now, the, there's a... There's a sense in which all of us want to be. I mean, we know that the you know the biblical says it's not good for man to be alone. But there's something right at the core of our being, the yes. way that we were created, that we weren't meant to um, just be by ourselves. We were meant to be in community and to be known and to be known, or to to love and to be loved. Um, and when that's absent. Um, it works against that, that deep um, uh, creational norm, and you can feel it in all kinds of ways. You can feel it physically. You, you see all kinds of uh, physical um, effects of loneliness. Uh, you can see it mentally. Um, you can see it spiritually, and you can see it right, right throughout the whole of our society. So I think, yeah, he's right on with that. So loneliness not only is a... Um a psychological malady. It's also a physical malady as well. So much so that, you know, Kath and I were talking about this, that recently the um, the government of uh, the UK uh, assigned someone as the sort of czar of loneliness mm-hmm. because, uh, as Jamie talks about it in his article, eighteen or 800,000 people in England chronically lonely, many more experience degrees of loneliness. So if there's 800,000 people in the UK, we can only imagine what those numbers were like here in the United States. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the numbers, uh, from, from what we understand are, are quite similar here. And I, I think, I think, John, you, you mentioned sort of physical, uh, loneliness. There's, there's lots of, um, studies that showed, um, that babies, especially babies, need to be touched. They need to be cuddled. They need yes. to be stroked. And they love that, right? And we, we often think, oh, that's just babies because babies are, are, you know, um, they're needy creatures. And they, but you know what? Older people do as well. In fact, um, you know, there's a great story from uh, you know Henry Nowen, uh, one of the one of the sort of fine theologians, talks about the deep desire to be um, uh, to be to be even touched physically, even just a hug or an, an arm on the hand or something like that. Um, and I think that when you don't have that, uh, or or think about it slightly differently, you don't have someone to share your your day with. It's a very simple question that my wife often asks me, and I often ask her. 
And I ask the kids this too, is how is your day? Mm. And you think what, what happens when there's nobody at home or nobody within your community with whom you can share even those basic things, you, you, you begin to understand that there's something, something deeply wrong there. Mm. But this is an epidemic that in some part, at least we have brought on ourselves. So with the advent of, you know, electronic things, whether it's your laptop or it's your phone or it's your iPad or whatever, it's the fact that you can watch the movie you want to watch on Netflix instead of submitting yourself to whatever movie the local cinema has chosen, right? right, right. You can, mm-hmm. you can have what you want. You don't have to go and listen to a concert on the lawn somewhere with the other, right. you know, 5,000 people because you can listen to your, your iPod and listen to whatever you yeah. want. I mean, so yeah. in our, I don't know, in our eagerness to fulfill our individual desires at the time we want them fulfilled, we give up something. And I think one of the main things we've given up is that that subverting of all of our desires. We can't get all of our desires met at one time, I guess is what I'm saying. So if you decide to go to an outdoor concert, for example, you might be a little uncomfortable. Your back might hurt because you might be sitting on the grass. There might be someone around you who's smoking and that's annoying to you. So you're, you're, you're acknowledging that for the, for the price of the concert and for the goodness that you're going to get from the music, you're going to give something up, right? But when I'm just putting my iPod in my ears, I don't really have to give up anything. That's right. And I think that, I think you put your, your finger on it. There's a sense in which we, we sort of do the math very easily and say, okay, I know what I'm giving up. I'm giving up my comfort or what have you. But what we don't have is an easy time with is understanding what we're giving up when we retreat into ourselves. And I think that's mm-hmm. the, that's the bigger question. That's not as tangible. You say, okay, um, I'm not going to go to the concert. I'm going to put Spotify on or whatever. And I'm going to listen to just exactly my playlist. But you are losing something um, that you would gain at the concert. And what the, the problem is, it's hard to say what exactly that thing is um, at the concert. And, and Jamie has a really great um, quote when he says, you know, um, we don't have a word for the opposite of loneliness. Yeah, right? yeah, and I think yeah, that, yeah. Sort of, that sort of gets at the... Um, it sort of gets at the difficulty here. We we know what it means to get what we want, and we can identify what we want pretty quickly. But what we don't see are what happens when we lose um, that, that social aspect of our life, and when we, in fact, start building our societies to give us what we want. Uh, um, uh, and we don't know what that happens there. There's a really great article. Um, we have you know interspersed throughout the essays in this issue. We have... Um, small meditations uh, from folks. We, we, we knew that a lot of people feel socially isolated, and we wanted to hear from them. So we, we sent notes out to our readers and said, you know, tell us your stories. Um, and there's one, there's, there's a number of really, really beautiful ones, but one of them was from a fellow named David Groysel, who I'm sure you guys oh, have talked about. We do, we know him. well, yeah. And, yeah <laughs> he's a great, uh, one of the great architects. I mean, I still think his baseball fields are the nicest ones in the MLB. Um, I only I only hope he can come to Toronto and, you know, build us a better uh, stadium than the uh, disgusting concrete uh, BMF <laughs> we have. Uh, but but he says, look, um, he talks a little bit about his um, his neighborhood and the way in which it was designed, the cul-de-sacs, the garages, the... Um, you know, the fact that he could go in, he says, look, I've done, I started doing the math on all of the opportunities to connect with one other human being that I've missed. And he's, he says, I'm up to 7,960 times. Um, and he, he says to himself, I think we're missing something here and we've designed it to, to be missed. And, and it only comes later when you, when you, when you some, somehow look around and say, 
there's got to be something more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Dykem is with us. Brian is uh, the program director for work and economics at Cardis, senior editor of a magazine we love called Comet Magazine. Their current quarterly issue is on social isolation. Brian, uh, years ago, um, I would go visit my brother. He lives in uh, Chesapeake, Virginia. And I remember walking down the street with him um, in, in his sort of cul-de-sac neighborhood, and there was no one there. I mean, absolutely no one. The, the, the sidewalks were empty. There was no one on the front porch. And, you know, Kath and I are sort of anomaly and that we're the only two people that we know who don't have air conditioning in our houses. So on a regular yeah. basis, we eat outside on the porch. I mean, Kath's family like does. Day. We do. Mm-hmm. And, so, and, and right across the street from us, there's another family, an older couple, and they themselves are on the front porch as well. But I'm telling you, whether it's in my brother's place in Northern Virginia or in our neighborhood, there is no one on the streets. Whether it's winter, spring, or summer, or fall, we are bereft of community. And I I wonder what that looks like. And and, and on top of that, when I think about, you know, a younger generation now with these hookups apps, you know, there's no community there. There's no intimacy there. There's a sexual exchange, and then it's gone. So we're we're all sort of, you know, in these boxes. Mm -hmm. We get what we need, and that somehow seemingly is enough. Yeah, there's. I think. I think. There's, I mean, on the one side, that's depressing um, because what what it says is that we've designed, we've brought this upon ourselves to some extent, right? We've designed our world in such a way to isolate ourselves, which is the very thing that's making many of us miserable. Yes. Um, you know, uh, lots of the connections and correlations between depression and anxiety and, and loneliness. Um, but I, I'd like to point out an element of hope, and that's that's what we want to do in comments as well. We want to say, here are some of the diagnoses. But the one thing to note is that if we designed it one way, if we designed it in our worlds, whether it's our, you know, our city streets, our houses, you know, with the front porches, um, you know, and a smaller yard that's closer to the street, you might have somebody to talk to. Um, it means that we can actually design with elements of um, our social life in mind. So there's a possibility. There's a possibility for a better way, and I think. Um, you know, that can go from anything to the workplace. Uh, we, we have uh, an article forthcoming on what does it look like to be an, a genuine workplace community instead of, um, you know, instead of being just a bunch of production functions or widgets. Um, it means that we can think seriously about what does it mean to be a community as a church or as a family that's embedded in the neighborhood, or that we can design um, uh, even, you know, uh, our, you know, um, uh, you know the groups that we're part of that we can actually intentionally act in other ways, and that's one that's one thing we wanted to note to people that we're lonely. We're lonely people. We weren't meant to be this way, but it does not have to be this way. Mm-hmm, and and right. we're we're trying to point out that the church uh, and the Christian tradition um, has uh, has great resources for. Um, helping us understand, and in fact, great traditions within its own history that help us understand the true nature of community and how that actually makes us more of an individual, not less. Mm-hmm. So if someone is listening and they're thinking, this is me, you know, I'm lonely. I'm lonely. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that it, there's no prescription. I know that there's not a, a catch-all that's going to work for everybody. But mm-hmm. but have you guys thought about what you would tell people and, and how to start making a change that could make a long-term difference? Right. I mean, I think that's where um, some – I mean, it all depends on what type of loneliness we're talking about. Some of the stories that we're sharing um, in our 
um, in our in our magazine are the stories of people who who have done just that. They they said to themselves, "I'm lonely. Um, I don't want to be lonely. What do I need to do um, to to become less lonely?" And um, it's a, we have a really interesting article from a, a fellow who's uh, in his 30s now. Uh, he finds himself single. He never anticipated being single, um, but he has actually um, uh, asked a number of friends who are married and said, "You know, can we perhaps live together?" Uh, mm-hmm. And this is an example of of um, and those, that couple also have to change the way they think as well, right? They have to say, "Okay." Maybe what it means to be a community is to think beyond our, you know, husband, wife, nuclear, looking at one another. Maybe we have to include and try to expand our our notion of what a family uh, might be. Um, so that's just one example of some of the stories that are in this uh, issue. Um, another another one is um, a guy started a whiskey club. And one of the one of the great <laughs> lines from. Um, I think it's a C.S. Lewis line where he said, a friend is somebody, and I'm, I'm going to butcher it, so I, I ask him to forgive me uh, from beyond the grave, but um, he says, a friend is somebody who, when, when they do something, you say, oh, you too. Um, and so sometimes it's simply a matter of gathering around um, something you like to do and finding somebody else to do that. And through the course of that, you find yourself um, something in common. And, and that's really what uh, sharing something in common is what, what it's all about. Yes, how necessary that is, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, Brian, thanks an awful lot. We, we really love uh, you mm-hmm. and your work and Comment Magazine, so we're big fans. We just appreciate that and hope that all of our listeners would follow suit and uh, get their own copy of Comment Magazine as well. Yeah, the feeling is absolutely mutual. Uh, I still think you guys should be syndicated, syndicated cross-country. Mm, that's sweet kind. of you, Brian. One last question. Who are you rooting yep. for in the Stanley Cup? <laughs> that's a tough one because yeah. in principle I, in principle as a Canadian it's, uh, it is against almost against my religion I'm not going to quite put it on the, that, that level but pretty close to cheer for a hockey team that's in the desert so, right of course because um, that's and, unnatural and, and, and look, God, God never meant that to happen never ever 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 especially when there's no team in Hamilton for instance yes, yes. Right. Gary Bettman. Um, on the other hand I have a hard time loving the Capitals mm. just because they beat the Penguins. And um, right. you. but you know, I'm I'm going to have to say uh, I'm going to have to say the Capitals. Oh, me too, me too. I got in so yeah. much trouble when don't I said that, that yesterday, do that. Brian. Do not go there. <laughs> Listen, don't you think Ovechkin? Kathy and I think alike. Ovechkin deserves I alike. it. I do. Uh-huh. I think yeah. Tom Wilson doesn't. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah. So I'll see you guys at the yeah. checkout counter talking to Ovechkin. <laughs> Brian Dykema. Yes, thank you so much. Brian Dykema from Comment Magazine. Information about Comment on the ride home with John and Kathy on Facebook. Thanks a lot, Brian. I'm Chris Wallace, and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago, and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no cravings. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away, and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on the radio ad does it attacks belly fat well let me tell you it did the second month is where i saw a drastic change in the size of my stomach i've lost six inches this product really does work so guys if you'd like to experience similar results then get andro 400 
the safe, natural, and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. Saturday, June 23rd, Epic Leap Entertainment proudly presents Big Daddy Weed. Live at the Belmont Complex in Katanning with special guest, Citizen Way. Tickets on sale now at showclicks.com. Big Daddy Weed, 8 p.m. live. Doors open at 6 p.m. Don't miss Big Daddy Weed, June 23rd. Sponsored by JMD Waterproofing. This is Mike Howard for Word FM, here to tell you about an awesome opportunity to attend Teal College in nearby Greenville, Pennsylvania, for an extremely discounted investment without discounting the educational experience. More on that in a moment. Teal College was founded in 1866 as a co-educational institution in western Pennsylvania. Teal is an independent liberal arts college rooted in the Lutheran tradition, offering distinctive programs in the arts and humanities, social and natural sciences, and professional studies, together with engaging co-curricular and athletic opportunities. Teal College provides an accessible and inclusive learning environment that emphasizes service to society. Teal's residential campus offers a safe and supportive setting in which to grow and learn. Word FM is pleased to offer a tuition voucher to a brand new student at Teal College at half price. Yes, half price. That is almost $15,000 in savings. Call me today, Mike Howard, to find out more. 412-937-1500. That's 412-937-1500. Spring is here. Get your kids off the consoles and get them playing outside. And what better motivation to do so than a new Amish-built playhouse from Yoder's Backyard Structures. Yoder's Playhouses come with free delivery and a 10-year warranty with painted wood or vinyl siding with colors to match your home. Plus options for electric, laminate floors, porch swings, finished interiors, and more. Flower boxes come standard. And when the kids outgrow it, it easily converts into an adult-sized shed. Explore outdoor fun at yodersbackyard.com. Hey, Kath and I, a new mic, we're down at uh, PNC Park today. We sell the bucks. But listen, uh, Faith Night's coming up. July 27th. Mm-hmm. That's a Friday night, yeah. which is perfect. It is perfect because usually it's not during mm-hmm. the weekend. This is a, I think this is the first weekend Last night. year, um, it, we had bad Shoot. weather and it ran late. I think it was a, it was a rain delay. Yeah, it was like there? a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Anyway. We're done at 2.30. Exactly. And I thought to myself, now you have to really be committed to faith night. You sure a, do. But it, this year it's on a Friday night, which Lovely. is ideal. And if you've never been to Faith Night, man. It's highly recommended. You're missing out. It's one of my favorite nights of the summer. Yep. First of all, you get to see a great baseball game in the most gorgeous ballpark um, in all of Major League Baseball. It's just such a we, – we sat there today, the three of us. It's too um, short. I said to the guys, this is what I dreamt of all winter. Mm-hmm. It's just sitting here on a bright, sunshiny day and watching a ball game. In your short sleeves. It's so right. gorgeous. It's just so fabulous. Yeah. But the beautiful thing about Faith Night is that after the game is over, then we just – the pirates just ask you to hang around, move down to the bottom level, and then they come out with a full program for you. And the full program is anchored by Clint Hurdle and Joe Klimchek um, of the Pirates. And all of your favorite players are there, but they're not there to talk baseball and they're not in their uniform. Mm-hmm. They're in their regular street clothes and they're just there to talk as a person and talk about what their faith journey has been like. It's really honest. There's no like showy, weird, no. like, you know, all-star Christianity. There's none of that. It's honest, which is surprising. I mean, you know, these guys, what, what I love, and I talk about this all the time, we're used to seeing the, you know, the Polanco or, you know, even when Kutch, all these guys that we love in their uniforms. 
But then they come out and they're just wearing, you know, shorts or, you know, jeans. Remember, remember the first year when we saw Neil Walker come out in his flip-flops? <laughs> yeah. And we were like, that's Neil Walker that's and he's Neil wearing Walker. flip-flops. What the heck? <laughs> and you think, you know, on the field they're one way and then they change into their street clothes and you think... These are just regular right. people. They have the same troubles, the same heartaches, the same joys as you and I, and they need Jesus. So there they're using their celebrity to share their faith in Christ. Faith Night, July 27th, wordfm.com. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. At a time of heightened awareness after the suicide of designer Kate Spade, a new CDC report finds suicide rates have been steadily rising. A new report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention found that suicide rates went up 30% in more than half of states since 1999. Coroner's reports suggested that many of the deaths followed relationship problems, substance abuse, and financial crises. The CDC says more than half of suicides were among people with no known mental health condition. The CDC's Dr. Ann Shukat talked about ways people can help. When you know somebody's going to be going through, uh, you know, they've just lost their job, uh, broke up with a partner, you know, that those are the times, you know, to really support each other. Jennifer King, Washington. On Wall Street, a mixed day. As the Dow was up by 95 points, the Nasdaq, however, dragged down by tech stocks, was down by 54. The S&P declined, too. This is SRN News. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for 100 years. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. The most important qualities that I was looking for was a publisher who was honest and upfront, no hidden costs or fees, and owning the rights to my own work. It all starts with our free author submission kit. Call 800 566 1012. We'll edit, design, copyright, protect, print, and distribute books online and in bookstores everywhere. You'll see your books in Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. If you have a biography, novel, devotional, self-help, or other inspirational work, we get it published. We provide professional book editing, award-winning design, with the highest royalty structure in the industry. Plus, you retain 100% rights to your work. Get your book published today. Call for your free author submission kit at 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. Hey, Daddy-O, Pap, Pop, Father, Daddy, or whatever you call that special man, it's time to gather him up and head on out to the Springhouse for our annual Father's Day Steak and Chicken Fry. That's right, steak and chicken. Both marinated and cooked to perfection over an open pit outdoors. And to complete this great Dad's Day meal, we're making baked mashed potatoes, Ed's green beans, corn pudding, Alabama casserole, Dutch greens, homemade rolls, rice pudding, blondies, brownies, and of course all of our Springhouse drinks featuring our famous chocolate milk. That's right, you can't beat it. There will be live music and inside and outside seating and a free ice cream cone for every dad. Come to the Springhouse to treat your dad to a special day. Call 228-3339 for more details. One of your favorite programs is facing a financial deadline on June 30th. And Chuck Swindoll needs to hear from you. You have my word. 
Every dollar you donate to Insight for Living Ministries is stewarded with utmost care. Can I count on you to do your part? To respond to the urgent need at Insight for Living, give a donation right now. Call 800-772-8888 or go online to insight.org. You know, they say the best is yet to come. But to make that true for your retirement, you need a plan. We'll start by tuning in for Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane with Accurate Solutions Group every Saturday morning at 10. Kurt and Ethan can help simplify the retirement planning process. No technical terms or calculations, no product pushing, just the information you need for retirement. Don't miss Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group every Saturday morning at 10 right here on 101.5 Word FM. Partly cloudy tonight with a low of 60 degrees. Tomorrow, a warmer day with intervals of clouds and sun, high 82. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night. A couple of spots can see a shower or a thunderstorm, low 62. Then we'll stay mostly cloudy for Saturday with a couple of showers along with a heavier thunderstorm, high Saturday, 78 degrees. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, welcome. Thanks for coming along. A gorgeous Thursday afternoon here in western Pennsylvania. You know, uh, the adage is, uh, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And, you know, like all things like that, those those adages, those the truthisms, I would call it, there is a lot of depth to that. There mm-hmm. is, a, I mean, if you're connected in this world... Things move a lot quicker, a lot easier. Doors open if you know the right people. And such is the case with what happened uh, just a few days ago when... Alice Marie Johnson was uh, given clemency by the president. Yes. Now, this was a, a particular case because the woman Kim Kardashian, who quite honestly, I would not know Kim Kardashian if I fell over her in the produce aisle. I just wouldn't. I don't... I don't I'll tell you fall- one thing. She wouldn't be going to self-checkout. <laughs> I don't know her. I mean, I don't. Know, I don't get that whole thing. Famous for the sake of being famous. I don't I, either. I see that. I hear that, and I just I, I turn the other way. It doesn't mean anything to me. So, however, because of the celebrity of Kim Kardashian, she went to visit the president, and she presented to the president in detail this the, the this particular case, right? Which Alice is Marie, heartbreaking. Alice Marie Johnson, sixty three years old, a mother and a grandmother who was serving a life sentence in prison for nonviolent drug offenses she committed back in the 1990s. And it is a heartbreaking story because she got into the drug trade out of desperation and she wasn't actually selling drugs. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to make her out to seem innocent, but she, all she was doing was basically administrative stuff. She was just kind of passing messages back and forth. But she was part of the crime. She was part of the crime. And I understand that. And I know that that's punishable, but it, Serving a life sentence for that does seem like really ridiculous. Well, and especially it, when you consider people who have murdered people right, or, and are, you know, or raped, raped, molested right, children, and, all that. Right. And they're getting, you know, three years or 18 months or whatever it is. It just seems like we've got a serious problem when it comes to sentencing. But Kim Kardashian heard about her story and became upset by it. And somehow she ended up with an invitation to the White House. Now, somehow. my. Somehow. Now, my guess is that her invitation to the White House had something 
something to do with her husband, Kanye West, who came out on Twitter a couple weeks back saying supportive things about the president. Mm-hmm. So he says supportive things about the president. Of course, he gets a landslide of criticism from everyone in the entertainment business and also a lot of his Twitter followers, whatever. And two weeks later, Kim Kardashian ends up um, invited to the White House to talk about Anne, Alice Marie Johnson. And yesterday it's announced that Alice Marie Johnson has received clemency. Now, the yep. president said this. He commuted her sentence. Um, and commuted basically means that the sentence would be marked served. This is what he said. Ms. Johnson has accepted responsibility for her past behavior and has been a model prisoner over the past two decades. Despite receiving a life sentence, Alice worked hard to rehabilitate herself in prison and act as a mentor to her fellow inmates. While this administration will always be very tough on crime, it believes that those who have paid their debt to society and worked hard to better themselves while in prison deserve a second chance. Mm-hmm. So today, Alice Marie Johnson was released from jail. It was, as you might imagine, can you imagine walking no, out of I prison can't. after 21 years it's in wonderful. jail? She said, uh, in video footage from the scene, she said this, I want to thank Donald John Trump with cheers and screams in the background as she wiped, wiped away tears. He gave me another chance in life and restoring me to my family. I want to thank Kim Kardashian West. Thank you, Kim. I'm free to live life and free to start over. I have a lot of catching up to do with my family. I can't wait to get back on the workforce and get back to my community. Good for her. That's excellent. It's wonderful. It's really fabulous. So you know, when you think about, if you were alive back in the, the late 70s and the early 80s when the drug scourge really, really started to take hold. Remember, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Nancy Reagan, um, you know, just, just say, no. say no. I mean, as though that was a simple solution to that. But inner cities were on fire with, you know, crack and cocaine and, of course, always marijuana. It was just over the top. So as a response to that, federal authorities created these really strict some would say draconian sentencing guidelines that if you did this, there was no middle ground. X equaled this. And so this woman who was released today, um, Alice Marie Johnson, she was a byproduct of this. I won't say a victim of this. She was a byproduct of these sentencing guidelines. Mm -hmm. And quite honestly, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of other people are still in prison because of this. Now, you can talk about the prison system all you want, which, of course, we will here in a little bit. Our guest at 530 is from Cairo's Prison Ministries. But clearly, there has to be an adjustment. Yeah. We live in a different world Well, and world that's what today. President Obama thought, which is why he released so many prisoners who had been convicted of nonviolent drug offenses. So what's the question? Well, the question is, do you have experience with this? I mean, has, has this type of drug sentencing affected your own life? And so when you hear a story about Alice Marie Johnson having her sentence commuted, do you does that resonate with you somehow? Do you feel like, wow, that is a wonderful thing? Or do you feel like that's a terrible thing? Or you know, how do you look at that? Um, Are drug laws too strict? Right. And if you're African American, have you seen in your own community, as has been alleged over and over again, that these drug laws unfairly target young African American men? Eight hundred three two oh eight two five five. Let's talk about this. The, the age that we live in now, where it seems as though there is a, what, a winnowing down of laws, of moral laws, I should say, a winnowing down, where things have changed. I mean, 
in our own lifetime. If you're a certain age, if you're 50 years old or older, you've seen a change in American culture in these last several decades. We are a much more permissive society, deeply permissive, a much more liberal society than we were 50 years ago. Things that are commonplace now, you would have arts an eyebrow or two had you seen Mm -hmm. these things. I mean, all you have to do is look at the rise of gay marriage. Transgenderism is, you know, it's commonplace. Um, Corporations stand behind this because they want to be seen as inclusive and part of the solution, not part of the problem. We live in a much more deeply liberal world. But behind bars right now, there are people who are still serving a sentence from a stricter society. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. A different time and a different place. Right. And so I wonder how we look at that. 800-320-8255. Are you a member of a community that you feel like has been unfairly targeted by strict drug laws? Um, Are there people that you know who are in prison right now who you feel like should have a commuted sentence because they've served so long for something that was nonviolent? Were we a safer community with stricter drug laws? Did they did they serve their purpose? Or do they unfairly target racial minorities? And here's, and here's another question for you while I'm throwing out the questions. Are we setting a weird precedent that Kim Kardashian has advocated for a woman? The president says yes, and that person's out of prison. I mean, what, does that open the door for every Hollywood star who's going to have a cause to go to the president and say, hey, don't forget this person too? I guess that – I guess this is – I'm sure, not a guess – there's no doubt that things like this happen every day in America. The only difference is both the president and Kim Kardashian obviously adore the spotlight. So they are able to open that spotlight up. But I'm sure behind closed doors, a friend of a friend has been saying, would you please talk to the president or may I go in? Right. This is just business as usual. It's just more public now. We live in a much more public domain where people are willing to peel back those layers and be seen asking for those favors and receiving those favors. 800-320-8255. We'll open up the phone lines. We'll take a break. We come back. We're interested in hearing from you. Is it too much when Kim Kardashian advocates for Alice Marie Johnson and the president says yes? I mean, are we going to wait for Hollywood celebrities to just pick and choose who they want to advocate for and then watch politicians bend over backwards and say yes? Or are we just going to look at somebody like Alice Marie Johnson and say, well, thank goodness somebody noticed her? We'll take a break and come back. Stay with us. We've got lots more ahead. It's the Ride Home with John and Kathy. We'll come back and take your phone calls. Stay with us. WORD with James McDonald and Walk in the Word. When sin has been festering in your heart, it may feel like you'll never be free. But you can, and by God's grace, you will. This week on Walk in the Word, James McDonald continues the series called Think Differently with practical lessons on how to renew your mind in Christ. Listen all week to Walk in the Word with James McDonald. Tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. on 101.5 WORD. You know how it is. You wake up and you either feel like saying, good morning, Lord, or good Lord, morning. Hey, this is John Hall, and I have to ask, if the second statement is more like you, why on earth haven't you tried my pillow yet? I've been talking to you about it forever. I'm telling you, once you try it, you'll fall in love with it right after you fall asleep on it. And since you're a kind and sharing person, you're going to want to share that gift with someone else, right? Of course you are. Good thing Mike Lindell, creator of MyPillow, is offering his four-pack special for Word FM listeners. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Use the promo code WORD. You'll get two full-size MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. 
pillows, which are great for travel. Plus, my pillow is the only pillow that comes backed with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Call 1-800-961-9207. Enter the promo code WORD or visit MyPillow.com and enter the code to get the four-pack special today. That's 1-800-961-9207 or enter promo code WORD at MyPillow.com. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 70 That's 800-705-3030. 800-705-3030. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. How do you Friday? Whether you're trying to firm up, slim down, feel better, or simply take a break, Smoothie King has the smoothie for you. And with our $5 Fridays, you can Friday with a purpose. 32-ounce smoothies are just $5, and 32-ounce meal replacements are just $6. All blends, all flavors, all Friday. So how do you Friday? Friday like a king. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Participating locations, some restrictions may apply. If you're not in the club, you're missing out. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone, like today. Score two full registration tickets to Creation Northeast June 27th through 30th at Agape Farm Mountain Union, PA for half off. That's four full days of camping and concerts, including Toby Mac, Jordan Feliz, Jeremy Camp, Mendiza, and more for just $101.50. Log on now to wordfm.com. Keyword shopping. Give those old, saggy, leaky gutters a good spring cleaning the easy way by saying goodbye to them for good. Protect your home from water damage and stay off the ladder with LeafGuard, the only patented one-piece seamless covered gutter system. No more leaves and debris. LeafGuard attaches directly to the fascia with patented internal brackets using screws, not nails, so it's not coming down even in rough weather. Call 855-4-NEW-GUTTER. And get LeafGuard now and take advantage of great savings like 75% off labor and installation. That's 855 the number 4 new gutters. Call now and you'll even get a free $100 restaurant.com gift card along with your in-home estimate. Call 855 the number 4 new gutters and get LeafGuard today. 855 the number 4 new gutters. All offers subject to terms and restrictions. See anglergutter.com slash current offers. Subject to change without notice. LeafGuard PA license PA126357. How much is too much? How much is enough? What about forgiveness? What about grace? We're talking about the case uh, that has been going on in the past couple of weeks about a, a, a woman that Kim Kardashian, the famous woman who's famous for being famous, championed and went to see President Trump about and got a reduction in the sentence. Alice Marie Johnson was Mm -hmm. her name. Yeah, her sentence has been commuted, which means that it's marked as served. Free today. So what about drug laws in this country? Uh, We've been all over the map here in our last conversation, Kath and I have with each other. But we're wondering about, you know, 
the leniency or not of the drug laws, your take on that, what's right and fair in America today? And is it weird that Hollywood celebrities are picking and choosing um, what people are behind bars that they want to advocate for? Give us a call, 800-320-8255 to chime in. Uh, David, you're on the line with us today. What are your What's your thoughts on this, please? Hey, John and Kathy, good to talk to you. Thank you. Hey, uh, this this uh, lady was caught with what I understand was uh, 70 kgs of, uh, of drugs uh, in her possession. Uh, unknown to us is, you know, how long she did this before and after, um, and in my county alone, Butler County, you know, 147 overdose deaths. Uh, those are murders. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, someone killed those people. Okay. So, depending on how you feel about capital punishment for premeditated murder for your greed, um, basically, you're taking money to do what you know has the potential to kill people. Um, so in that aspect, you know, uh, I mean, I understand, you know, you know, with sin, everything is death. Yeah. Okay, but I realize we can't be God. We're not. Uh, we're not holy. Um, but to me, uh, you need harsh penalties for premeditated murder, and that's what I consider dealing drugs. So I'll just leave it at that. That's a good phone call. Thanks a lot, David. I appreciate okay. it. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that. Yeah. Certainly a lot of drugs in the street. I mean, all you got to do is look at the opioid epidemic today, right? Right. I mean, how many people are dying right, because here, of here, prescription here, here's drugs? Here's the thing, though, is that you can't – selling drugs isn't premeditated murder. I mean, I, I see why he's saying that. Sure, but part just, of the But just in a legal sense, that's just not – that's not what it is. Yeah, you can't jump to that. No, you However, can't. you know – Right, and so we have sentencing that is supposed to be commensurate with what you've done. That's the question, I think. It's not that she shouldn't have been punished. It's that should she have been punished for – and I, I have never seen anything that she was in possession of drugs like that. I could be wrong about that. I just haven't read that. Um, I've read that she was more of an administrative courier – um, and maybe I think that she sent notes and arranged meetings and that sort of thing. Still, part anyway, of the process. anyway, it's part of the process, and she sh- she should have been punished for it. But does is a life sentence commensurate with that type of offense? Because if that's what a life sentence is, then what do you do with someone who is a premeditated murderer? The only other thing left is capital punishment. Right. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. I mean, commiserate with the sentencing guidelines when Alice Marie Johnson was sentenced. She received the fair and right sentence. Now, of course, times change. People rethink things. And um, I imagine if this crime had happened today, those guidelines would be somewhat different. She would not receive a life sentence. So today she walked out after 21 years free, free at last. Let's go to the phones and speak with Bill. Hey, Bill, give us your two cents on all this, okay? Yeah, I totally disagree with the last caller. I mean, we can't, as a people, be willing to throw people in, in prison for life sentences over drugs. Life sentences are for murderers, rapists, people like that. Um, you know, you have normal, everyday people that get hooked on drugs. You, you just can't. That, that, I understand the mandatory minimums mm-hmm. laws. It's guided for the, for the jails to make money. For those private members, for the private owners to make money, to hold those people in there. 
Okay, I appreciate the phone call, Bill. All right, well, you know, that brings up a point that uh, prisons have become, uh, what, corporate prisons in the past uh, decade or so, right? There's certainly a lot of that. I don't know if it's necessarily a money-making process, mm-hmm. right? All right, but, but, so, but let me ask this. If, for our African-American listeners, I'm wondering if you feel like your community, especially the young men in your community, community are unfairly targeted by drug laws because that's what has been asserted over the last five years. That's why President Obama passed the Fair Sentencing Act, right? Is that he, he, he felt like young black men were unfairly targeted by those laws. Unfairly targeted, why? That there were, there were, that the, they, for what they did, they received too high of a sentence. So that's why he scaled these back. Right. That's why they scared him. Now, interesting. I, I did some research last night and I found out that in uh, 1956, okay, so think back, 1956, Congress passed the Narcotic Control Act. Yeah. It was similar. It, it imposed severe prison sentences on drug offenders. But when JFK was president, he believed that those laws were so draconian that he needed to reverse them. Oh, and he commuted the sentences of hundreds of drug offenders between 1961 and 1964. I see. So it's not the first time that this has no. been – what Obama did is not the first time it's no, been No, of course. Done. Every president has the opportunity to pardon people or you know, dismiss convictions. 800-320-8255. What are your thoughts on drug laws, about leniency, about uh, connections, about who you know and what you know? Uh, let's go to the phones and speak with Michael. Hey, Mike. Thanks for joining us. What are your thoughts, please? Oh, how you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, uh, good, good. Um. It's just a foundation that if you you gotta you gotta really pray and ask God for guidance in it because everybody has an opinion on what's good, what's right, and everybody wants to be safe and sure. you know you have some people that want to be strict and other people. But what it comes down to, we know in this country, uh, based on just uh, a simple analogy of how you talk in your family. Uh, there's a lot about our history in America that excludes anybody of color. And we have one month where we talk about it or we don't talk about it. And that's the point right there. Uh, just getting to understand how people were upset when they found out that Jesus really wasn't Caucasian. And, I mean, he's a man that loved all, blessed us, but some people were having trouble with with the color of his skin. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just in America, we still have a lot of people in power that see things through blinders and because of things that happened in their life. But there are shows like you guys that talk, allow the conversation to start, you go home, you come in, you're real people, you deal with things, you pray, you make mistakes, yeah. you say I'm sorry, you move on. And it's a blessing to have you guys. And I told Mike, he, he's a perfect fit with you guys. Mm. Thanks a lot. Mike. Thank you. Appreciate We're it. just coming together and praying. Yeah. I mean, I mean every, nobody's going to be all right or all wrong, but as long as we're conversating, we have good people like you, it's going to be okay. <laughs> Everything good. will be all right. Thanks so much. I mean, it's difficult, right? It's hard to be alive. Uh, there's no perfect answer. There's only no, one there's perfect no. man. And, and, and you know what? We need Jesus and all this, but how does that work? Go, right before we t- that took that last call, I talked about JFK. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that uh, one thing I want to make clear is that JFK did not um, – he saw that the laws that were passed, the law overall was draconian. It wasn't just case by case. He said that those laws were just unfair. Yeah. The, the, the statute itself was unfair. And I guess that's what I'm wondering. Is the statute itself unfair? Or, or is it that we're implementing it badly? 
are we do we have like our last caller said you know judges people in power positions who judge people still in the color of their skin well you know you took you know in these those drug laws back in the 80s they took you know sort of like a boilerplate and tried to stamp right. it on everyone yeah, right. of course it's individual because everyone's crimes mm-hmm. are individual you just can't you know what was that a deterrent to drug crimes absolutely not didn't change anything probably made things worse quite honestly 800-320-8255. Sheila, you're live with uh, Kath and myself. Uh, what do you have to say? I think that the laws have to be different for different crimes. And I got really irritated. I work in law enforcement. When I saw someone get it for drugs, they got 188 months on eight counts back-to-back. And then I turned around and saw premeditated murder for two years. Right. That's the problem. I don't think that's right. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, well, how can that be? I don't understand. Why is that it. so backwards, upside down? I, I don't have I don't any understand. sense of that yeah, at all. I don't understand. Sentencing. I don't understand. I don't understand how they're putting more emphasis on drugs than a human life. Right. No, I agree. Well, I guess you know. But I think the only response to that is because if you're in that pipeline, you have the ability. Like you know, someone tried to make the connection. You have the ability to kill a lot more people with drugs, you know, as opposed to just a handgun or a rifle at one time, right? Right, but but also, yeah. Go ahead. Wouldn't you consider that more suicide because they're not forcing them to take it? Yes yeah, you're, no. yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah, creating an addictive behavior, and you're doing something that's obviously illegal. So there has to be a punishment for it. But and it's you're still enslaving not, people, right? Right. But it's still not that. But but the caller's point is well taken. It's still not premeditated murder. No, I mean, it's there not. has to be some difference in sentencing in this. And and you know, my question remains: is that are we? implementing this in a way that is unfair are we looking at people who have different who are from a different social class or people who are who are of a different skin color and the sentences are coming out in a way that is unfair right i mean you know yeah you bring up a good point well, you know look at white collar crimes oftentimes people get white collar crimes or you wear an electronic monitor or you get a mm-hmm. house arrest meanwhile you rip right. people yeah. off of millions of dollars and you know made the world crazy upside down and those guys are still and, driving in them you know and, mercedes and i do think we have to give some there has to be some concern and attention given to what people have been like while they have been incarcerated right so listen oh, i 21 I, years and she's right. got a clean record okay listen to this i i read about alice marie johnson here sorry i have to go through my stack of stuff to find this she's an ordained minister she's a playwright she's a mentor a counselor a tutor she's a companion for inmates who are suicidal and she didn't commit a single disciplinary infraction in two decades in prison wow how difficult must that be i mean i'm not saying that means that she wasn't guilty in the first place but i'm saying that there has to be some there has to be some attention given to someone who's made something significant in very difficult situations right a change in their life we get time for one more phone call take a break hey tom uh, thanks for joining us uh tell us what's uh, what are your thoughts about this whole thing Hey, Tom, you there? Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, um, I think this is a uh, a topic that definitely needs to be addressed. Uh, it's the drugs. It's all the drugs is just way out of control. And uh, I'm involved in a prison ministry, and the problem that I see is there's so many uh, repeat offenders. And I think a lot of it has to do with just the lack of opportunities to get their lives back on track. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's uh, Dead so end. difficult. It's so difficult once you get into that rut 
to get out and get a job and get established, right. to get a vehicle, to get a place. Yeah. You know, it's not to mention to stay away from the drugs that got them into that trouble to begin with. You know, it's 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 difficult. I'm sure it is. I appreciate that, Tom. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, the lifestyle is conducive to just staying in that same place and being part of that same thing again and again. And we've had multiple guests just in the last three weeks of our show, people who are specifically hiring ex-cons because it's so difficult to start a different life when you come out. Yeah. I mean, there has to be some, I mean, how often we talked about this when we worked with Prison Fellowship for so many years is that when some, or if you've seen Shawshank Redemption, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, right? Is that that link, that re-entry point is just absolutely critical. And oftentimes it's a dead end for people. Yeah. We need to take a break. Uh, it's kind of uh, interesting because our next guest, uh, Brian Taylor, is going to be with us from Kairos Prison Ministries. Kairos is uh, in the prisons right now, and they're doing great work in the name of Jesus Christ. And as Brian talks to us about this, uh, your help is necessary. So, yeah, we can talk all we want and kibbutz and complain and all that, but uh, let's do something as followers of Jesus Christ. Kairos Prison Ministries in just a bit here on The Ride Home on Word FM. Stick around for that. He had a lot of social issues, a lot of sensory issues. His skin was too sensitive and he would scream and yell. Luke was struggling socially, struggling academically. It was really hard. It's terrifying and devastating because you want to help your child and you don't have the tools to do it yourself. I was desperate. I knew I had to give Brain Balance a try. It's a program that gets to the core of what is affecting the kid. There's no words to describe how exciting it is to find something that can help your kid when they're struggling like Luke was. It gave us a direction for Luke to take. And it's tailor-made for each kid. The changes we saw in Luke after brain balance were amazing. Practicing at home, it gave us a direction for Luke to take. Now he's able to express himself, and he's very confident now he feels successful. I would recommend brain balance to anyone. Help your child achieve success all summer long. Call brain balance today and get a job. Jumpstart on your child's next school year. Make a real difference in the life of your child and your family. Call today, 724-390-9012. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters, always a favorite. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, for the extreme in all of us. At ExtremeTruck.net. The nation's largest Christian music festival, Creation Northeast, celebrating its 40th anniversary, returns to Agape Farm in Mount Union, Pennsylvania, June 27th through the 30th, featuring Toby Bath, Fort King and Country, Jeremy Camp, Bethel Music, Mandisa, Hillsong Young and Free, Jordan Feliz, a special reunion of classic Petra and more, plus speakers Tony Nolan, Reed Saunders, Keith Adams, Abdu Murray, Vince Vitale, and more. Join thousands of believers at Creation Northeast. It will be the highlight of your summer, maybe your life. More info at Creation just pay half pittsburgh is pittsburgh's original deal site go to just pay to save money now on pittsburgh restaurants events and family fun activities just pay half has over 100 pittsburgh restaurants offering half price deals have delicious italian catering from roma restaurant at your next event for half off take the kids to statler's fun center in greensburg or fun slides carpet skate park in the north hills for half price get dinner and a movie at latrobe 30 theater and cafe for only 11 dollars get all this and more at just pay 
KHalfPittsburgh.com. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired, but I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Partly cloudy tonight with a low of 60 degrees. Tomorrow, a warmer day with intervals of clouds and sun, high 82. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night. A couple of spots can see a shower or a thunderstorm, low 62. Then we'll stay mostly cloudy for Saturday with a couple of showers along with a heavier thunderstorm, high Saturday, 78 degrees. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Thanks for being with us. We're talking about prison and sentencing guidelines and drugs and this whole swirl of things that are just so brutal in Mm -hmm. today's society. Of course, you know, we're all ugly, angry sinners. We're all part of this thing. But what is right? What is fair? And yeah. what part do connections have and when, in this? And when have you served? When when have you served your sentence? Anyway, we're talking about this because, of course, the president granted clemency uh, to Alice Marie Johnson, a 63 year old woman who was serving a life sentence in prison for a nonviolent drug offense she committed mm-hmm. back in the 1990s. She was set free today, which is what made us think about it. But it also made us think about the case of Matthew Charles. And I, I don't know if you've read about this yes. or followed this in media, but let me tell you this story: a Matthew Charles in 2000. 16, that's two years ago, was released from prison after he served 21 years on a drug dealing conviction. Now, his sentence was 35 years. Okay, so he was let out early as a result of a federal program meant to cut prison time for nonviolent offenders who were rehabilitated in prison. Exactly the the things we've been talking about for the last half hour. The government then, if you can believe this so he's he's out of prison starting a new life fully employed going to church he's a member of his community he's volunteering he's in a serious relationship with a woman right the government decides no no it was a technicality he shouldn't have been released he has to go back to prison he's been free for two years he has to go back to prison we let you out we commuted your sentence oh but wait a minute we did that wrong. Right. That was actually, you shouldn't have been. In those two years, he got a job, right? He got a place to live. He's got a car. He's joined a church. He's volunteering his time. Mm-hmm. He's been a model citizen in his life in these two years. And a model citizen out of prison. Yeah. So apparently the technicality is before, while this guy was being sentenced, um, in those years prior, he was a career criminal. Mm-hmm. This wasn't a one and done, this crime that he committed. Right. And so because he wasn't a one and done, he actually shouldn't have qualified right. for the release. What does that of mean? Why would that, why, why would that even matter? I don't even get that techni- well, weird technicality. Be- because when, when, that, when Obama advocated for that and it was passed, it was that it would be for, strictly for nonviolent offenders. I see. And so they're so saying he had some violence that in his this past. guy, Matthew Charles, actually was not a nonviolent offender in his past. So he shouldn't have been released. But here's the bottom line. He was released. Yeah. He was released and lived two years in the world having a responsible job and, and living fun. a normal life. And all of a sudden, the federal government comes along and says, oh, sorry, you have to go back? 
I mean, that just seems like, look, if you screw that up, then, then okay. I'm sorry. You, you, no, lo- you lose and Matthew Charles stays out in the world. So I wonder if the, the Alice Johnson thing is, is going to affect sway that. this. Right. We'll I wonder, find out. I wonder. Maybe yeah. if a Hollywood celebrity takes it on and is able to convince the president to let them come visit. Exactly. We'll take a break. Come back. We're going to talk with Brian Taylor, Cairo's Prison Ministries. 101.5 WORD. Your station for leading the way with Dr. Michael Youssef. When you surrender your life to Christ, God the Father says, All that Jesus inherits, you inherit. All that Jesus' righteousness is your righteousness. All of Jesus' authority is your authority. All that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. Dig deeper this week on Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Tomorrow morning at 6.30 on 101.5 WORD. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community tax helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lay back. It's that end of day. (sighs) That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made. Honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com You're a do-it-yourselfer, a backyard shed for your extra stuff. How hard could it be? Until you realize that basic package from the home store doesn't include the shingles. Or the paint, the floors, the ventilation. There's even a charge to cut the lumber. At Yoder's Backyard Structures, you get all that, plus on-site consultation. A structure built to last, delivered fully assembled and placed free, ready to use with a 10-year warranty. So you can do it yourself or do it with Yoder's. Yoder'sBackyard.com The return on my investment has been beyond my imagination. I always wanted to be a great dentist, but what I wasn't prepared for is the relationships that I'm able to develop with my patients. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com. The economy is growing, businesses are hiring, and Americans are feeling good about their future opportunities. Looking to upgrade your career? Word FM hosts an online virtual job fair 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, every day of the year. Keyword virtual at WordFM.com now to find our newest employment opportunities from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Sponsored by Express Employment Professionals of Robinson Township. The virtual job fair at wordfm.com. We spent the last 40 minutes or so talking about the crazy upside-down world of prison sentencing. 
And oddly enough, today we've got someone who is part of a prison ministry. Brian Taylor is with us. Brian Taylor is a, a former physician who is now retired, but he is Cairo's prison ministry in Western Pennsylvania. And Brian, welcome to the air. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, so Brian, start out and tell your story. How did you become involved in this? Well, I've always been one to do service to others, both by my work and mission work uh, abroad. But for many years, friends were always coming to me saying, you've got to get involved with prison ministry. Oh, come on. Uh, and I would say, no, no, not me. that's not for me. But, you know, I did say at one time, you know what? I feel God's calling me to do this. And I did. And once I did, I was hooked. I've never experienced the same sort of opportunity to be part of shedding God's light mm. into a darkness, a spiritual darkness. So how long have you been involved? Personally, I've been involved for two years. There's others uh, in our program locally here been in for 10 years. Mm. Okay. So what does that look like? The, the day-to-day, you're saying come and be part of prison ministry, which I assume would mean to go into the prisons themselves, although I'm sure there's other opportunities if you chose not to do that. But for the most part, this is visiting people in jail. For the most part, it is visiting people in jail and bringing in a, in a coordinated, uh, disciplined, practice way, God's word, God's gospel to those within the prison. There's two parts of Kairos. Kairos is Kairos prison ministries, and it's the same coin with two sides. One side is Kairos inside, in which men go into men's prisons and women go into women's prisons and take the gospel inside. There's a second part called Kairos outside, and Kairos outside is where uh, the ladies, generally the ladies, operate the same kind of program, taking a three-and-a-half-day program, and they take in the um, the women uh, and family members who've been affected by prison uh, incarceration and minister to them in three-and-a-half-day events. Now, with Kairos Inside, it's not just a three-and-a-half-day event that goes on, we put on twice a year, but it's weekly, we return back to help these men, to reach out to them, mm-hmm. and in return, we ourselves are blessed. But we go in once a week, and we try to lift them up in their walk with the Lord, bring them along with questions like, um, after a few hymns and after a few um, um, uh, prayers, we gather in small groups inside the um, chapel and say, where are you in your walk? What's this week been like for you with uh, with challenges to being a Christian? What has it been like that you've been uh, sharing with uh, your other Christians? And what have you been reading or studying? We lift one another up. I see. Yeah. So talk about this. I wonder, you know, and this may be true or not, maybe this is me and my wild imagination, but as you talk about prison ministry, there are people who probably think, well, that's interesting. I would like to go inside the prison because I'd like to experience what it'd be like to, you know, see Shawshank Redemption. There must be some sort of danger or something like that. Do you get people that, are, you know, have that intention? What's that like? Well, there might be people like that. Honestly, what we have to do is we don't can't just go in and be a bunch of uh, yahoos trying right. to mm-hmm. uh, to say, hi, we're here to save your souls. Uh, it's not going to be that's accepted really very well. What we do is in Kairos, you really have to have a servant heart to to grow in the ministry of the program to 
serve others. If you have have the time and effort and willingness, then we welcome you. Uh, but we go in as disciplined individuals, a practice team. It's not I like That's uh, like a team of uh, of um, yahoos running around around inside the prison, but rather more like a. Uh, SEAL Team 6. <laughs> so then w- with that, there has to be some training and some vetting of people who join the teams. Exactly. We do have some um, time where we meet and greet with the individuals who would be potential volunteers. We always seeking volunteers. I like to say we're, we're always eager to entertain anybody who would be willing to serve. But through this, we have to practice and work at it. And we have meetings and prayerful time lifting one another up so that we are a practice team and not just a group of individuals who go into the prison to do God's work. What do you experience when you go in? I'm sure there's all manner of stories and situations and heartbreak and also beauty as well. You've named it all. It's 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 truly each and every one of those things. There are plenty of times when there's frustrations with the uh, setbacks and the uh, obstacles that happen. We throw we see the devil throw throw uh, obstacles in our way all the time. But there's nothing so rewarding as seeing men who are who are challenged and 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 lost coming closer to Christ, seeing and realizing that God can love them. And, and and really getting closer to God through the event and through the weekly sharing as well. It's both it's both times it's enriching. Honestly, as a volunteer, I feel I get so much more out of it. God's been blessing my life through this ministry as we try to reach out to help others in this area of spiritual darkness. Now, Brian, you spent your career as a family physician. Correct. So talk about this new life of yours. I mean, is this, is it kind of like seeing patients or? You know, in a way, it's like seeing patients uh, in the sense that we're helping others. Um, we're trying to do what what would serve for other people, but we're enriched by doing so. As a physician, I was blessed to be able to serve uh I tried private practice for a while. I ended up uh, with a, a nonprofit organization and made that my career. And I've done a lot of foreign missionary work over the years, and I've been blessed to be able to do that in Africa, in uh, uh, South America, uh, in uh, Central America, and for six years uh, on, a, on a project basis out of, uh, out of Burma, Southeast Asia. But working in my own backyard, <laughs> in my own county, in the, in the local prisons, I've received so much more in my giving mm-hmm. there, in our giving there. And I've been lifted up by the other men uh, and women who participate in Cairo's prison ministry to make it a team that goes in to try to give God's light into this into this needy place. Brian Taylor's with us. He is Cairo's prison ministry in southwest Pennsylvania. If you want to be part of this ministry, we'd say call Kairos right now, 412-368-6691. That's 412-368-6691. Or you want to see Kairos on the web, it's Kairos, K-A-I-R-O-S-P-A.org, Kairospa.org. So, Brian... People going in, you and a small team of people. Yes. Five or six men at a time, five or six women at a time? Actually, because of the rules, um, men go into men's prison, ladies go into ladies' prison, 
and the ladies also have the outside, uh, Kairos outside mixed. We do welcome ladies, uh, into the program as well, but going in through the prison walls, uh, is same gender, uh, only. I see. It's usually a team of about 24 to 30 team volunteers for each three-day weekend. We sleep outside in a local church and are helped along and prayerfully helped by the ladies who help uh, make up the prayer and support team. I see. But when we go inside, it's same gender. There are women's prisons, only ladies go in, men men only. And so this is a weekend event only? No. Uh, it's a weekend event mainly. It begins with um, the weekend, as far as the recipients are concerned, the, the um, inmates, we prepare for it months ahead of time, making up the three-and-a-half-day event that comes as a, as a Kairos. But then where the rubber reads the road is in the weekly visits that we go back in, maybe a dozen or ten of us or eight of us meeting up with 20 or 30 uh, of the residents who come back for prayer and share, the weekly reunion accountability meeting that we have where we sing a little bit, we pray a little bit, and then we sit down to the and talk about our walk with Christ for that week, That's sharing true. and receiving. It's and beautiful. I'm sure it is. So as people, yourself and your team, and the women's team as well, as you present Christ to people who, just like you and I, sinful and broken, exactly seeking the Savior, it, it must be beautiful. It is. It is indeed. And it's heartwarming to see what it does to change lives meaningfully and be changed to receive i've been blessed incredibly blessed by this program that i resisted going on i wasn't going to go go into a prison <laughs> not me but i god turned my turned my uh, uh turned me to towards what he wanted to do and i am very very thankful mm-hmm. that. well brian thank you for being with us today thanks for your work yeah it's and fabulous. so i have information on kairos if you're interested kairospa.org that's k i r O-S-P-A dot org for information. Or 412-368-6691. 412-368-6691. Kairos Prison Ministries. Brian, Brian Taylor is Kairos here. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. So the only thing really keeping you from enrolling your children in Christian school is sports? Trinity Christian School answers that concern with boys' soccer, girls' volleyball, and track for boys and girls. A well-rounded Christian education with the sports opportunities you want? Now that sounds really good. Trinity Christian School, ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. 412-242-8886. Around the world. There are young people who face a difficult decision, continue their dream of education, or drop out to help support their families. In a single moment, you can help them write a new story. See potential, not poverty, at unbound.org. If you had to replace everything in your fridge today, how much would it cost? For a restaurant or church, that could mean thousands in lost product and downtime. 
That's when you call Ventec Refrigeration. When your walk-in goes down, Ventec can be there in less than two hours with portable units to save valuable product, and they'll even move it for you while repairs are made with flat rate pricing instead of hourly fees. A plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Keep your cool with Ventec Refrigeration. 412-793-0661. Hi, I'm Colonel Greg Gatson, retired Army Colonel and former Garrison Commander of Fort Belvoir, and proud U.S. veteran. I know from personal experience that the road to recovery can be difficult. If you've recently filed a VA disability claim and have to attend a VA claim exam, you've likely got questions. Search compensation and pension exam on va.gov for the answers you need and the benefits you've earned. Your VA claim exam. Know what's next. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. PA.org forward slash word FM. Okay. Oh, let's okay. put that on our Facebook page. All right. All right? Yeah. yeah. Apparently, yeah, I apparently misidentified I, that. Yeah, I gave I gave away the wrong uh, the wrong website. Sadly, uh, New Mike is holding it up for me, and I can't read it because of the glare on the window. I can't. It's like I, I don't even. Kairospa.org okay. forward slash word it, FM. It, all, all I can see is John's face in the reflection, <laughs> which, by the way, looks fine. But I just like, want you to know that the it ghost look, of Christmas present. It doesn't look like Kairos to me. All right, we'll put that on our Facebook page. Great. Okay. Um, you mentioned today that you saw just in the last three days the best movie you've seen all year oh my goodness was it the avengers infinity war it it was as far from the avengers infinity War. was it the han solo movie it was not the han solo all right um i saw this movie you know i I drive by the region square theater which is part of pittsburgh filmmakers on a regular basis it's over my neck of the woods and they were um they were touting a movie called the rider and I thought, oh, yeah. So I looked it up. I looked at the um, the, uh, the the sort of light reviews, and, I, and it's kind of like that spoiler, re- you know, alert. I never want to know anything what I'm going to walk right, into. Right, 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 but right, right. The, the the brief kind of thing I read about, it, I thought, oh, I'm going to go see that. Anyway, long story short, uh, on Sunday, my wife and I went and saw this film, The Rider. I'm telling you, it is unlike anything, anything. And this is. You know, almost 50 years of seeing films, and, and I consider myself, you know, a somewhat, you know, sort of serious film goer that I'm going to go, you know, it's, it's well done. This was kind of like a documentary, but not. Although the people who were part of the real story played the real characters in their lives, but they were actually actors. And because my wife is from South Dakota, we were happy to see, my wife and I, that this film does take place in South Dakota, and it's about rodeo i mean i, I don't right, that, what, like that seems like the last thing that would interest you and the film is the second film that was produced and directed by a young woman from china which i, I never have linked the chinese with a love of rodeo no exactly i'm telling you it's the craziest most heartbreaking film like i no, i cannot say go see this film because you got to know a couple things there is some drug use in this film. There is a lot of swearing in this film, but there is also some deep and some heartfelt prayer in this film. Mm. And the story itself is absolutely beautiful. It really is. I mean, I, that's all I want to say about it. Unfortunately, I believe it's not in the theaters now. I just kind of looked it up because I thought, oh, Kathy, you should see this film. The writer. But I, yeah, but I think it's gone. 
Yeah, it, when I saw it on Sunday, my wife and I, there were the two of us and two other single men, one in front of us, one behind us. And we were like, it's kind of weird, but we're watching this movie. <laughs> it's a small community we have here. It was kind of weird, but I, I loved it. I'm telling you. So at some point, I'm sure the writer will appear on Netflix or Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. When it does, I'll give you a heads up. And if you're a little adventuresome in your film uh, viewing, highly, highly, highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. All right. Great. Okay, so anything that uh, about today's show you may have missed? I'm sorry, we perhaps misidentified the Kairos website. Right, k a i r o s p a dot org forward slash word fm. I mean, I just missed the forward slash word fm. Right, the rest fine. of it, I got right, people. All right, good, good. So it was only partially wrong. I guess partially wrong is still wrong. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Whatever. All Those right. are fuzzy. Have a good night, and uh, God willing, we'll see you same time tomorrow for the Friday extravaganza, the ride home with John and Kathy. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.